0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is among us. (laughs) Dearly beloved, the month of August, today, the first of its day, and we are solemnly remembered by the calendar and also by the holy days that come in that calendar marking August. Today, Elias, Elia. Then we will come to the transfiguration of our Lord when Elias appears appears with Moses and Jesus on Mount Tabor. And then we celebrate the great feast of the Dormition, the falling asleep of the Blessed Virgin Mary. That tells us that the end of the church year, not the civil year, but the church year comes after the birth of the Virgin Mary. Our seminary is now 69 years old. Listen to the words of wisdom, the wisdom of Solomon in the Old Testament. For they will be made holy who keep holy things properly. And those who are taught holy things will find a defense. They who will be made holy and who keep holy things piously, and those who are taught holy things will find a defense according to the wisdom of Solomon. In the middle of September, seminarians will arrive at Christ your Savior Seminary this year to begin the 69th academic year. There are remaining students, seniors, several who will be attending for the first time will begin the year with two days of retreat. They will meditate upon their new discipline of service and learning. They will also pray and reflect upon their preparation for the highest, most powerful calling in history, and that is, of course, the holy priesthood of the Orthodox Christian Church. We are ever mindful of this heavy responsibility given by the Lord to this diocesan seminary. Even though the priesthood is never rich in worldly goods, it is the richest in holy grace from God. And even though there is nothing of the worldly sense of power and, and celebrity that could be associated with the priesthood, it truly is charged with the power of binding and loosing forgiving your sins and my sins in the holy confession, blessing and forgiveness at all times, the practice of holy tradition, and the articulation of the word of God, the wisdom of Christ. It is good for us and it is, it is for a good cause that before he is ordained a seminarian, we require of a man three years or perhaps four of residence at Christ the Savior seminary. Now listen from the Holy Scripture, before they were blessed by the Lord to go and act as his apostles, who are his apostles really, all of this was done in a period of three years. The apostles journeyed with our Lord for three years in Galilee and Judea walking with him in the wilderness, the roads and the towns. They heard him speak words of divine peace and prophetic power. They witnessed miracles of healing by the great physician Christ, miracles of nature by the creator, miracles of the resurrection by the one who swallowed up death in victory. Even the late comer, the Apostle Paul, spent three years with the Lord in the apostolic seminary. Only the apostles were at this seminary in the beginning, and Apostle Paul was part of them and gave three years of his life to that seminary. For three years in the wilderness of Arabia, after Paul's conversion, Apostle Paul sojourned with the Lord who confronted him in a blaze of uncreated light on the road to Damascus. And during these years, Paul heard the same teaching and experienced the same training as did the apostles before him. In childhood, Paul, Peter, James and John and all the apostles were brought up in the tradition of wisdom. And in these three years of seminary, they experienced the fulfillment of this wisdom through the revelation of Jesus Christ as the Son of God. The three-year apostolic seminary continues in the holy tradition of the Orthodox Church and it continues and thrives at Christ to Savior Seminary here in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. I am never embarrassed about our seminary, but I'm very proud of it and its 69 long years of existence. Young men who have responded to God's call to the priesthood enter these walls of memory and faithfulness. All the priests who have gone through that seminary, all the men and women who labored for the good of that building, and especially the priest, Father John Yachitian, who night and day, night and day, in the beginning, worked hard to see to it that that mansion becomes a reality, and he did. They learned to serve with humility. They practiced leadership and community. They work in cleaning, serving at table, providing for guests, and they serve the altar. They learn how to sing and how to sing the prostopini, the plain chant of the church. They practice serving the rubrics of the great church, the Church of Constantinople, and the pious customs of our people. As we challenge them every day, we challenge them to treasure the wisdom of the apostles and the fathers of the church. We lead them in intense, heartfelt devotion to the worship of the Holy Trinity and the veneration of the Theotokos, the mother of God, Mary, and all the saints. We call them to replace their worldly patterns and and their style of life especially of the secular world and secular thought, with the wisdom of the Scripture and the divine liturgy. We look for a quietness in their souls, a stability in their emotions, a discipline in their lifestyle, a constant love for their family and fervent loyalty to the fellowship of this church and this diocese. It's not easy. To go to the seminary, it might look easy, but there is much that to be done. In hard work, in service and humility, in peace and joy, our seminarians by God's will will ascend from glory to glory. And as they are filled with grace, they will recognize that the necessity, sacrifice of comfort and worldly position is really a profitable exchange, in exchange for simplicity and obscurity. God blesses the seminarian with divine wisdom and the company of heaven. As Solomon once said, I love this wisdom, the mind of Christ more than health and beauty, and I chose it instead of light. I say to any man who wants to be priest and any young boy or young man really, say these words, I love this wisdom, the mind of Christ, more than health and beauty. I choose it instead of light. I was gladdened by all good things because wisdom rules them all. All of this coming from the wisdom of Solomon. Seminary is ultimately a place of gladness after all. We have a large deacon's class in this diocese, over 14 of these of students, a, a great deal, maybe more, I, I, even I don't remember, but 14 of them. And there'll be seven to eight students at the seminary this year. There are some seminaries in the Pittsburgh area in particular, they still own, they have room for 100 and some seminaries, seminarians, but they are found out and they have found out they are only going to have four of them this year. The wisdom of the Good Shepherd is the only science worthy of Orthodox priesthood. And the wisdom is the ideal, the hope, and the reason of Christ to save your seminary. Know thoroughly the souls of your sheep, Solomon tells the young man who is called to the priesthood of Christ. We're supposed to remember and know the souls of the sheep that are a part of the flock of the church. And then Proverbs says, and you will set your heart on your flocks, your flocks. The business of our seminary is to produce priests whose hearts is on their flocks. Solomon concludes his advice to the shepherds with these beautiful words. Listen to the words of Solomon. Take care, he says, of the green fields, the green plants, in the fields and cut short the weeds and gather especially the grass of the mountains. Honor the field so there may be lambs," according to the writings in Proverbs. Honor the field. In other words, we want priests who will tend to the wisdom alone and banish foolishness and forget the outside for three years and give themselves to Christ. If Christ went into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, and if Christ gave this school of three years, so banish your foolishness and banish what you think is better outside, and come, and come and become a servant for the Lord God. You cannot escape the power and the call and the pull of the Holy Spirit, none of you. Who have the vocation to the priesthood. None of you. I was 15 years of age when I stood in the middle of the church and read in Church Slavonic the epistles and the readings like yesterday that went on and on and on at the Vespers because they were the readings from the Book of Kings giving us the story of Elias. Honor the field. In other words, we want priests who will tend to a wisdom alone and banish the world for a while, as well as foolishness. Gather the grass of the mountains. In other words, climb up out of the culture that we live in and thought of this world, and learn from the apostles, prophets, and fathers, and from Jesus Christ himself. There is nothing like the priesthood because there is a constant prayer in life and there is a constant surrendering of oneself to God. In conclusion, we celebrate and commemorate the holy prophet Elias today. Listen to what is given to us. Elias was a hero of faithfulness to God in Israel and a courageous prophet. Ahab, seventh king of Israel, influenced by his pagan wife Isabella, had forgotten the true God and returned to paganism. Elias reproached him for his idolatry and killed the priest of Baal, the pagan priest. He fled to the mountains because of his wife's anger. She was the pagan. God appeared to him there and a crow brought him bread for food. At the time of Joseph, king of Israel, Elias was taken up in a chariot of fire in the presence of his disciple eliseus The prophet Malachius, had said, Behold, I will send you, Elias, the prophet, before the coming and dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to their children and the heart of the children to their fathers. The prophet refers to the second coming of the Lord and the end of the world. And in conclusion, we must remember this very good thought and very good practice of our own humble people in the old country and maybe today to this time. When there was no rain coming upon their crops at all, they would gather and they would pray, pray hard in their churches and ask God to send the rain so that they will have crops and especially they said the potato crop because they lived on potatoes and bread. And they prayed for that, and the rain came. Friday I was giving the last talk at the, uh, uh, our children's camp at Camp, Naz- uh, camp Nazareth, and uh, the rain came pouring, when I said, let it rain, let it rain. And then all of a sudden heaven opened, I guess. Heaven opened, I don't know. And there we all looked out, and the little kid said, it's raining, Bishop, I said, I hear it. It's raining, why? Because Elias heard our prayers today in church and sent the rain to come and feed, feed the crops. And also Elias comes to our people in the great times of distress and trouble. So you see, we are connected with the events in the Holy Scripture. We are connected with them. And, and with them we live, and by them we live. May the Lord bless us and keep us at all times. Amen.